Welcome to another episode of the Bereans Bible Prophecy Podcast. This is Bob McLaren. I wanted to come back quickly to you and talk about the uh, peace deal, or I should say economic deal, that is spreading swiftly across the Middle East and also in other places. Uh, today, it is September 11th, 2020, and the President just announced yet another economic uh, agreement or full normalization of relations between Bahrain and Israel. And I wanted to backtrack and list everything that's been happening in the last month. So if we we go back to uh, August the 13th, we see the agreement between UAE and Israel, full normalization diplomatically, economically, uh, air flights in and out, uh, incredible historic agreement. And I will post links to these YouTube videos in the show notes here, but I want you to pay attention to minutes 15.30, minute 15.30 seconds, Trump starts talking about a deal uh, that if he's reelected, he'll have a deal done with Iran within 30 days. And he said, obviously, they're waiting until, or they want to wait until after the election, because they know, uh, he knows, they know that uh, they'll get a better deal from the Democrats, because they've basically uh, pandered to them forever, sent, you know, plane loads of cash to Iran and all that with no strings attached. Uh, so, and then go to minute 16, 15 seconds, and hint, uh, Trump talks about more countries are coming, and he talks about UAE being the first as if he wasn't sure who was going to be the first to enter into this deal. And so he hints that more wanted in, and, and when they found out about the agreement, they had uh, Maybe another video that I'd seen, but it's this same press conference uh, where he says that when the other countries found out that the UAE had made a deal, they were, you know, they were like, oh, man, I wanted in. I wanted to be in on that deal. So that happens August the 13th. And again, I'll post these video links. And then September 4th, uh, what's that? Two weeks later, we have Serbia and Kosovo, who had been at war forever, and they enter into an economic agreement. They certainly approached it economically first, rather than traditionally just trying to iron out every last detail. And uh, obviously, President Trump is very gifted in bringing adversaries to the table and showing them how much that they will benefit from an economic deal. Uh, versus a traditional negotiation technique where you know you're you're trying to find some level of tolerance between both parties and their different cultures and trade-offs of you know we'll let you do this if you let us do that all that kind of stuff which let's face it some cultures are never going to agree and never going to be able to play nicely but we have witnessed in our own country up until December of 2019, that the unemployment rate was so low that uh, 
know, economics cover a lot of problems. When people are working, a lot of problems go away. And that's not a bad thing. Certainly, there's an element of financial stress and unemployment and time on people's hands. And, you know, you're, you're basically supporting people to do nothing. And it isn't much money, so they don't have much of a life. It's a terrible situation that many don't ever climb out of. And yet we saw historic numbers of minorities find work and evidently appreciated that work, uh, even though there were those who were critical of those jobs. They always say, you know, yeah, it's minimum wage or whatever. Well, evidently it wasn't because if those jobs that we saw pushing down the unemployment numbers in minorities historically in record numbers and percentages, why would you ever, you know, if they were just minimum wage, why would you come off of welfare? I mean, you don't have to get up. You don't have to go anywhere. I mean, I don't know what the minimum qualifications for welfare are, but I wouldn't expect, or I would expect it have to be a pretty decent job to pull you out of that. And uh, there just aren't that many people that grow tired of it and pull themselves out of it. You know, I'm sure the numbers historically are quite low. Whoever has been raised generations in the projects find a way out. I mean, we just see the numbers aren't in their favor. And so in the last three, four years, we've seen huge, huge numbers of people take work. So we know those had to be good jobs. And it solves so many problems. It solves self-esteem problems when somebody's able to go to a job and do something they enjoy and get paid for it and then purchase things. It stimulates the economy. It really is a healing balm uh, for many things in a in a country, and so it's unfair to criticize those numbers there, and they've only been down because of the pandemic. So, uh, and you've seen the rapid increase as as parts of the country open up; those numbers are ramping back up. And other than the death of New York City, which is laid at the feet of uh, De Blasio and Cuomo amazing that eight to 10 million people have given that much power to two goons and uh, see their lives and city destroyed. But anyway, uh, we're, we're seeing that formula spread across the Middle East. So you've got August 13th, UAE and Israel, then September 4th, Serbia and Kosovo. And kind of comical in the video, uh, Trump announces that Serbia had agreed to move their embassy to Jerusalem, and the guy kind of looks at his notes like, what? Did I agree to that? But when you hear his comments later, I mean, he's still grateful, very appreciative of what the president has done and, and bringing them together, and he acknowledges there's still a lot of other things to work, but the economic part was the first and most important part of bringing them together. And then today, September 11th, just a week later, you see Bahrain and Israel entering in 
full normalization. And the president said during his comments that in the last 72 years, Israel had made two peace deals, and now they've made two in the last 30 days. You know, that's why I came to you, because we are seeing how rapidly things change, and, and we've only seen this rapid change in the last year. That's why I continually remind myself and everybody else, you know, you just can't, you can't form a conclusion based on what you see today because things literally can change overnight. And so uh, it, it's exciting. I mean, I, when you hear these leaders talk, there really is, these really are economic and peace agreements. We can't, we can't from a biblical perspective, shoot them down, even though we know where it will all ultimately head. So we ought to be grateful in the relative that uh, there is going to be peace and it's going to spread at least for a while, although in the absolute we know what will happen ultimately. We don't know the details, and that's what's the interesting part. So uh, stay tuned. I will... uh, I'll post all these links and uh, check them out. And uh, I will say, I, I googled the nations of the Middle East, and there's Bahrain, Cyprus, Egypt, Iran, Iraq, Israel, Jordan, Kuwait, Lebanon, and Oman, Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, and other. This wasn't a comprehensive list, but I will point out that Cyprus, being included in this, already is a a friend and economic partner with Israel. So ideally, you've already got, what is that, four now? Four that that are already in a type of an agreement. And Bahrain is not making their own agreement with Israel. They're joining the agreement, the Abraham Covenant. So you've got UAE, Bahrain, and Israel all in the same agreement with full normalization. And we know other countries are coming. I mean, Trump says, he says there's more on the way. So this is pretty exciting to see when not much was happening for 20 years and still books being printed all the time about, you know, what to look for and all that stuff. And now Uh, We're seeing things happen overnight, and and it isn't what was in those books. So keep your seatbelt fastened. I'll let you go. See you later.